Hi everyone, it's Bert from Season Gaming, and here we are at the eve of E3. We're a few days out, and we wanted to do one last bitcast before E3 to kind of talk about more leaks that have happened, more rumors that have happened, there has been some big news that has happened, and then we wanted to share with you our schedule at E3, where we'll be, what we'll be covering, and if there's even going to be a bitcast during that week. So we're going to get started really quick with news, and then like I said, we're going to jump to rumors and leaks, so if you're just looking for those, just skip ahead a little bit, and then the last thing we're going to cover with you is the schedule. Let's talk about the two big trailers that released last week in news, Death Stranding and Call of Duty. Let's talk about Call of Duty first because it's kind of another reboot, reimagining of the series, but it looks like it's going to be called Modern Warfare. So as I mentioned, not a reboot. They haven't said reboot. They've mentioned reimagining. I think the one that's the most excited out of all of us is Ains here. What's What do you want to tell us about that, Ains? I know it's kind of a big deal for you. Yeah, apparently. Um... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just telling these guys that I'm actually kind of mad that I'm excited about this, but Call of Duty has been one of those franchises for me that's been up and down. I don't get super excited about it every year. Um, I'm not one of those guys who buys it annually, um, but for some reason, this has got me really intrigued for a few reasons. One is that um, I've got a lot of good memories from playing Modern Warfare 1 and 2 with buddies, and I think that's when the series for me was at its peak. I'm not a Black Ops guy, I just don't care for that franchise, even though that's the most popular Call of Duty iteration. It's not, I like the Modern Warfare is better. Um, brand new engine for this game, an engine that they, uh, the Call of Duty Studios and Activision have been working on for over four years, they said, which is going to take them into next generation. And it can do things, a uh, very modern engine, um, specifically around lighting and, uh, you know, just all kinds of things that are going to impact this game positively has a campaign again and uh, you know as we know Modern Warfare, Call of Duty 4 in particular uh, probably considered one of if not the best Call of Duty campaigns that's ever been made uh, so pretty excited about that and then old school multiplayer suite um, you know just getting back to the roots of down-to-earth uh, reaction time no jetpacks and jumping and wall running and all that um, just Modern Warfare multiplayer with no season pass so we've been talking for years now, um, longer than we've had this BitCast going, around Call of Duty needs to catch up with the uh, Halo 5 and uh, now Battlefield and all these other multiplayer shooters where they're not segregating the community. And they're finally doing that this year. So all multiplayer maps are going to be free for everyone. They have cross-play coming between PlayStation, Xbox, PC on day one. Um, there's just a lot of good things here that get me excited for it feels like Call of Duty's finally taking that next step and joining everyone else um, that have done some things over the past few years that Call of Duty had refused to do and they could still be successful in ref refusing to do because they're so big. But it's nice to see them taking a step forward here. So uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about this. It's coming right at the heart of the fall, which Call of Duty always does. It's not like we should have thought any different. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be, uh, in fact, I, I got the posters and pre-ordered earlier today. Is it the poster with two sides? It's a double-sided poster, but I told the girl, I said, I'd like to hang on both up, and she gave me two. It's that nice. smile, man. It's yeah, smile. that must be it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what that was? Yeah, she she yeah. heard I was the she third most works, famous yeah. Ainsley. She works at GameStop, <laughs> and she just didn't care. No, that's so. exactly more accurate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this is also uh, the Call of Duty that I got into um, as far as, it, this was like my first multiplayer game, like real multiplayer game that wasn't on PC. Um, mm. I played so much of it. Um, I remember getting up to that, was it 51, and then you can prestige, yep. and I said, no, 
<laughs> I see all my friends um, prestiging, and I was like, nope, I'm just going to stay right here. I got everything I need. Lots of players to did back then. Yeah. Because they didn't really incentivize you to prestige right. back then. Now, yeah, now you get all kinds of extra stuff when you well, do. See, yeah, I used to get like a badge. Yeah, you get a different icon. Stupid. Yeah, but we had I had a, I had a clan. Like, I had Whoa. A, yeah, I, that's how into it I was. All right, MLG. It was called, no, it was called <laughs> BWF. Slow down. Better with age. <laughs> uh, we know but that's no, not true. No, it was terrible. <laughs> actually, I, back then I wasn't that bad. It was actually a halfway true statement. Now it's not even close. But I am very excited. Um, I miss Captain Price. I saw him in the trailer. Yeah. I'm ready for him. I can only hope that maybe this is some kind of, <clears throat> you know, it's a soft reboot, so maybe we'll see Roach and Soap. McTavish? Soap. Wow. Yeah, you're going back. So McTavish. I want to make sure I'm hearing correctly, Bert. Let's confirm this. Is that Dan is excited about a multiplayer game. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly the single player. Mostly single player. (laughs) But yeah, if if they have Crash and uh, what was the other one? I can't remember right now. But I remember Crash as one of my favorite multiplayer maps of all time. And um, I I love that map. It's the helicopter in the middle of it. I was Yep. that's and definitely it. And it was, it's been going downhill. So um, I'm very <laughs> excited for this one, uh, which doesn't happen very often. Yeah, so for people that didn't catch our news article, it is releasing on October 25th. Ains did mention the fall. There was a rumor that we talked about last BitCast that was initially saying that it was going to come out October 18th. That rumor was incorrect. It is October 25th if you're looking for it. Ains also mentioned that this will be the first Call of Duty with crossplay. So that is a big deal. You'll be able to play with your PlayStation guys, with your Xbox guys, and with your PC guys with one copy of the game. So we're not exactly sure how that's going to work from a networking perspective, but it is something that I've been looking forward to for a very long time. I think we've all said, and what we'd like to see next generation in the previous generation was more cross-play stuff like this. So big deal for Call of Duty to be doing that. I think we're all excited. Can't wait to see more of it. Hopefully we see something at E3. We don't know what we'll see outside of this trailer but i can't wait to see what this looks like in motion playing multiplayer and campaign so super excited yeah i'm usually the call of duty fanboy here just because all my buddies here play it so it's good to see that there's so many other people excited about it so two things i forgot real quick is the cross play they confirmed is based on input so if you're using a controller you'll get matched with controller people if you're using a mouse you'll get matched with mouse people mouse keyboard people um what was the other thing you mentioned damn uh, release dates? No. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Oh, God, I just had two points. I forget the other one. We'll come back to it if it, if it hits me. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. No worries. No worries. All right. So let's talk about the other big trailer that came out last week. So a lot of rumors were circulating that Sony was going to do something massive last week, and they kind of did. Two. There was actually two of them. There was rumors of a Death Stranding trailer coming. No details about what was in it at all. And then there was another rumor that Last of Us 2 would have some kind of a trailer with a release date. Well... In typical rumor fail life that's happening these days, both of those things didn't really happen. And what actually did happen was we got a long Death Stranding trailer and a release date. To our surprise, the person that's the most excited about it is Dan Rally Rodriguez. So let's talk about it. Dan, why don't you share your excitement here just to share you guys with, with everybody else. We have a release date of November 8th. 2019 so the rumors that 2020 was that bunch of bs uh we have a firm release date in a in a trailer that i'm hoping you can make some sense for me here dan so talk to me no i can't make any sense of what actually happened but i'm cautiously optimistic that 
it will be okay. That's all I got to say. Um, no, I'm, I'm much more excited for it now than I was before. I still think um, Kojima is batshit crazy. But with that being said, I can kind of see some things. I, I'd like to see a little bit of the strands and what, there's, what he's talking about with that. I think that's a potentially pretty interesting. Um, some kind of connection to other players um, throughout the world. Um, as far as story goes, let's just, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I don't know what it is. So um, it looks really, really good. It's definitely a Kojima projection because you saw his name 82 times in the trailer, um, which actually comes out to like uh, one every 10 seconds or 20 seconds, three times. I don't know what it Matt is. The math is crazy. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it's, it's, it's still confusing. I think you can be excited about this game, but you really need, kind of need to temper your expectations because it, it, I don't know what's going to happen. Nobody, nobody can go in and say, hey, this is what this is all about now. Still, even with like descriptions you know, that he put out, um, you can order a jar baby. Uh, yes. Fetus in a jar, which looks uh, pretty awesome. I don't do collector's <laughs> editions, but I'll have to say that's that's pretty awesome. It is 200 bucks, but I mean, literally, you will never ever be able to get that in any other kind of game. You get <laughs> statues and other stuff. You're never gonna get a baby in a jar, whatever they're called. Um, uh, it, it's Aretus fetus. Yeah, the the <laughs> Cletus the fetus, as the PlayStation Pro calls them. Um, I don't know, man. I'm still... I, it doesn't surprise me that they came out and did this right before E3. You know, probably something was going to happen because this is what Sony does. I think what I'm a little bit more upset about is that, you know, the rumor that uh, TLU2 was coming out potentially in 2019, this looks like it pushed it back to two, or 2020, and I'm actually a little pissed <laughs> because I was, I'd much rather play that game because I could actually make sense of it and probably enjoy it a lot more. <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to you know, go all in on it and see what happens. I'll probably put 300 hours into it. Um, I mean, I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's, it's a busy, busy season. So. Oh, boy. What am I thinking? Um, so, yeah, uh, we've been rather critical of Kojima and his products and his... the, 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 the whole aura surrounding him, um, Dan and I in particular. So... Uh, be completely honest here. Um, I thought the coming out and doing a nine-minute trailer was a good idea. We show it showed you know what we wanted to see. It showed a lot more of the game. It made a lot more sense for a Kojima game. Um, we know kind of what the story is. The cinematics look really good, as does the acting. Um, really like the look of the environments. Uh, the Decima engine that they're using, you know, from from Guerrilla Games, is fantastic. So I think it's going to be a gorgeous title, especially on the uh, Pro. Um, I, I still hesitate, uh, you know, of that nine minutes, we saw maybe 30 to 45 seconds of actual gameplay. Um, and the gameplay certainly didn't look like anything special. Um, it was kind of, it looked a little janky. There wasn't much to it. But um, what we did see was that it looks to be using, we talked about this briefly, that third person action formula, radial wheel. Um, and so it won't surprise me to see some kind of learned or shared uh, experience from some of the other Sony first-party titles, which could be a very good thing, obviously. Most of them are done very well. Um, so I, I'm, I'm rather indifferent. i, I got to say I'm more excited about it now than I was before. Um, but 
but I wasn't excited at all before. So now it's just a little bit excited. Um, it's also coming, as Dan said, right in the heart of the fall. So for me, that's a lot of competition with other big games that I definitely are going to be playing more. Um, I do have the uh, Rita's Fetus pre-ordered. So, you know, Collector's Edition, I was joking with the guys the other day that I have to have it just for my game room because when someone who doesn't know games comes down and says, wait a minute, is that a baby on your shelf? I can say, yeah, and they'll say, well, why the hell, what is that? And I'll say, it's Kojima. Don't ask stupid fucking questions. Yeah. Um, I'll send you a link later. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's good. what else do you expect? But, um, yeah, it is kind of funny that, you know, um, as soon as this went live, uh, Kojima went bonkers. I mean, I think he was tweeting like every 20 seconds or something. Yeah. You know, it was just Kojima, Kojima, Kojima everywhere. Um, so I don't know. I still think the hype around it is too high. I think that Kojima, I'll continue to say that I don't think he has deserved this aura that he has around him, but maybe he will with this game. We'll see. Um, and the only other thing I'll say is that I do really like, um, whether you like the game in Kojima or not, I do really like that he is pushing boundaries and blending um, movies and games together. Now, he's tried to do that in the past. We know about Metal Gear Solid 4 and the 40-minute cutscenes and whatnot. But we're at a point with technology now where you're using real actors and it looks, it truly looks real, like a movie. Um, and so if it's scripted well and acted well, um, and I dread to say written well, but I don't know, we'll see, um, it could be, it could really um, be neat. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. So to Dan's point, the only other thing is the multiplayer. It sounded a little bit Dark Souls-ish where you can kind of have a connection in your game between players without true multiplayer or co-op. So we'll see what that is. I'm kind of interested in that as well. But yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued and uh, I guess we'll see. Cool. Cool. Well, yeah, a lot of stuff happened from that. Those were the two biggest stories from last week. If you have been following the news, wanted to share our takes with you on there. I think it looks pretty fun so far. At the same time, it's still too early. It's To me, it's kind of funny that a couple trailers of teases, teases, we finally see our first gameplay, and now the industry is just blown away by it. So um, need to see a bit more before I go crazy on it. I think it's interesting. But um, before, to this point, before I go crazy, jump on the bandwagon like crazy, I need to see something. So see we'll see what play, actual gameplay. Yeah, Pulling yeah. I want to know what. And climbing doesn't do it for me. Yeah, a couple Pretty shots at some fun. enemies. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I just want to watch a movie trailer, cool. But you know, I expect a little bit more from games. So we'll see what happens as it gets yeah. closer. It's not not that far away. So we'll see what happens, and I'm sure there'll be some more state of plays with the you know breakdowns or something. At least I hope. But. Okay, moving on to our next... Or go ahead, Ains. No, no, no. I was just going to... The hype train is only just starting. You know how that's going to go. Yep. Yeah. They've already... Uh, people claiming PlayStation has won E3 without them even attending E3. So. And, and Game of the um, Year, I saw. That's right. So. That's pretty, pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Why are you spending so much money on these boots? It's crazy. Yeah. Why do you need to get, why do you even need to go to E3 when you can just let a 9 minute trailer out with Kojima's name on it? So anyways. <laughs> All right. So moving on to our next story, we want to talk about the Avengers game that has somewhat I guess leaked but been confirmed through a E3 Coliseum um, listing that's going to be actually happening at E3. To share a few bit of the details, first of all, um, this has hit kind of the industry kind of interesting as well. They did mention that it was going to be a continuously played single player game um, that will also have co-op gameplay. Um, across the industry, we're seeing a lot of comparisons with just this one sentence 
compared to Destiny, uh, something along the lines of a multiplayer game where people can play, that it might be a games as a service type game and it'll just be adding content over time. We don't really know much at all from it. People are digging really hard into just this really short announcement with about four points to it. But it's cool that they're going to be there. Uh, once again, the trailer that has been shown so far has only been a few of the Avengers' weapons, and that is literally it. Um, other things that have been mentioned about it is that the, the players will be customizable um, and that you'll be able to combine powers with each other are some of the things that are mentioned here. Um, the I did mention co-op a second ago, but we did hear that it was going to be co-op for players, so not a massively open world like uh, DC, what's that game means? DC Universe, Universe or the, yeah. yeah, DC Universe. But we're not really sure what to attend. We're excited to see here. Crystal Dynamics usually has a pretty fun uh, booth at E3. Hopefully, we see something more from here. Yeah, I, I think you nailed it. I don't, we really don't know what we're going to see here. It sound, at first, it sounded like it was going to be Ultimate Alliance advanced almost like a, a new generation ultimate alliance but then they started talking about drop in drop out co-op and the world changing and it definitely started to sound more like a game as a service so i could kind of see a mix right where you have four player co-op gameplay and you can customize your heroes and level them up and um, drop in and out with friends and it, the world will change because it is a game as a service similar to division or other things we've seen right maybe without the loot so um as you said, we don't really have much more info than that. Um, they confirm we're going to see it at the Square Enix conference, which is Monday night. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see it. You know, you guys are much bigger comic fans than me, so I'm excited to see it, but I'm not, you know, I'm not going crazy for it. Yeah, this is probably one of them that I'm looking forward to the most at A3, which is just because I'm a comic book nerd. Um, I love all the MCU stuff. Um, I used to collect comics. I still have them. Um, I'm kind of curious on, are you going to be able to play as like a, you know, Captain America or Thor and then customize from there? Or are you going to start out with like a fresh hero, kind of like, I think DC Universe Online does that. Oh, you kind of create or like old superhero. City of Heroes, you remember that? Yeah, yeah, or City of Heroes, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, is it going to be something more? That would, see, I'd like that better. Yeah. yeah I, I might too, you know. I think, you know, but in that world with mm. like something, you know, that really really works you know with a story and you know something that you know that's not super open-ended mm. you know i want i don't want it to go crazy i want to have like an end game you know <laughs> no pun intended well, <laughs> i didn't um, even catch that, that was pretty yeah. good. yeah yeah um, got stealth there I, we'll see i mean i haven't I'm, I'm seen it, excited so for it. Just... yeah oh yeah yeah i know you have <laughs> yeah i'm sorry about that <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll see how it works. Uh, I'm kind of curious about this world will change over time thing. I, I don't know what that means, but you know, we'll see what yep. happens. Yeah, so for people that haven't seen the teaser trailer, the, the characters that we saw was Captain America's shield. We saw Thor's hammer. Um, we saw Iron Man's hand that looked to be shorting out in some form. Um, there have not been any character reveals, any confirmed characters, nothing at all along those lines. So a lot of it's still up to speculation at the current time. No release date at all on this, so um, we'll just have to see what happens this coming week. It's right around the corner. I'm sure they'll have something for us as far as a release date or a time frame or something that we'll be able to talk more about. Um, segwaying into a game that actually has a release date that was just released this week is Surge 2. So if you're a Souls-type game fan and you played Surge 1, which was actually pretty decent from um, from these types of gameplays, I actually liked it quite a bit, but I got bored halfway through. 
uh, and playing it, and it was actually kind of hard in some places as well. We do have a release date of September 24th, 2019, one of the uh, latest stories, and we're hoping to see more at E3 on this one as well. Uh, some of us are. Um, I played through <laughs> the first mission. I, maybe I didn't. I don't know. I, I played through some of it very, very little of it. And then it got to the point where I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, it looked like it had a lot of potential, but then it got hard and totally not my wheelhouse. So I let this sit. <laughs> I got it for free. So, you know, no big loss. But you know what? Maybe this one will be better. Hopefully they'll change and tweak a few things and make it a little more accessible. Yeah, I, I picked this up last year actually and played through. I, I'm, I think I'm like headed to the last boss and I just never finished it. Um, I don't know why. I just, I'm kind of like you, Bert. It, I really enjoyed it. I like the customization. The combat was fun. A uh, little different from Soul's perspective, a little more challenging. Um, but it, it became kind of repetitive and monotonous. Uh, the environments didn't really change much. The combat didn't change much. The enemies didn't change much. And so. I think what they're going to do here with Search 2 is really kind of get some variety injected into the game, switch up the environments, make some of the, um, what are they, like exosuits, I think they call them, that you can put on, you know, get some variety to those, and just, you know, it just needs more variety. I don't know what else to say about it, really. So um, it wasn't a bad game, but it wasn't it wasn't up to Souls caliber, so we'll see what they do here. I'm kind of excited. Yeah, and for people wondering how this leak came out, it was actually found on the Xbox storefront. It kind of leaked that way, I guess. Um, they haven't actually mentioned anything else along those lines. And even in the announcement slash Xbox storefront leak, uh, it didn't say anything new about any new features. So we will share more news with you once we have some more details that come from it, a exact confirmation from the dev team to kind of tell us more about that. But at, right now, we are just going based off that storefront leak that has happened. So more to come on Surge 2. One that has actually leaked um, literally a couple hours ago before we're filming this is a new game from Square Enix. It's being called Outriders. Um, we don't know much about it outside of a 15 to 16 second trailer of a face breathing in what looks like some kind of a, uh, I don't know, breathing apparatus. Cryo and then tube. eyes, yeah, cryo tube something. And then she wakes up and then it says more to come on June 10th, 2019, uh, which is when the Square Enix um, prop, um, <coughs> conference is taking place. So we'll hear more about that. Um, you can find it on YouTube. Did you guys want to mention anything about this, or it's just so so slim in details that we don't really have much to talk yeah, about? Yeah, nothing to mention. I mean, new IP is cool, right? Something new. Yep. So I'm excited about that. We'll see what it is. But yeah, there's nothing to even really talk about on this one. Yep. All right, Dan. Um, well, let's talk about one other thing that's happening this week, um, not being included as part of E3, but Google Stadia is going to be having a conference this week on Thursday at 9 a.m. PST. So once again, happening before all the E3 festi uh, festivities, that is June 6th, depending on where you're at. Um, just try to line up your time zones. Um, but they're going to be having a live stream, so I'm sure they're going to share a little bit more probably try to steal a little bit of steam from the E3 conferences and talks that are happening, the leaks and everything. But I'm somewhat excited about this. I'm not a big uh, streaming gamer. I do want to see what they have to bring to the table, but I'm a little bit more excited about what's coming from E3. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I think it's just, you know, I'd like to see the technology um, and if they have any new IPs that they're gonna, you know, be exclusive to this platform. Um, that's really the biggest thing for me with uh, Stadia. Um, 
it, it kind of you know with the, with Microsoft getting into the you know the cloud space and Sony jumping on in there, Nintendo eventually probably too. This is you know more of a tech thing for me, um, and seeing how this stuff actually runs, um, I'm excited for it just to see you know the tech. But you know we'll see more Thursday, I guess. Yep. Yeah, I don't. I'm pretty similar. Uh, I want to see if they're going to demonstrate it. I want to see what games they're going to talk about and if any of those games are games that we haven't heard about before. Um, whether or not they're exclusive, who knows, but it just might be the first to announce a third-party game You know, that's coming mm -hmm. to us. Um, and, you know, they said when they unveiled it that they're launching in 2019, so it is June. Um, if you're truly launching this year, we should start to hear about dates and pricing, too. We don't know anything about what this is going to cost. Um, yeah, we don't know a thing. So, yeah, I, I think hopefully we'll get some of those details. I, I'm not too excited about this. I mean, obviously, I play and own everything. I love games to death. But this, like, if you could pick a gaming service that checks all the boxes I don't like, Google's nailing it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't care for digital only. I don't care for streaming only. I don't even care for Google. Um, so we'll see what this is. I'm, I'm interested in, in checking it out. But uh, I'm personally not that excited about it. Okay. Well, once again, everybody, that's Thursday, June 6, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, depending on where you're at. Make sure to tune in on that if you're interested in this. The only thing that they mention is some news can't wait for E3. So we should be seeing something from there. Tune in on that if you're interested. Moving over to our next section um, of our BitCast today, and we're going to talk more about rumors slash leaks. This is stuff that has not been confirmed in any way whatsoever. Some of the things that we're going to talk about are speculation, and some of the things that we're going to talk about is just rumors that are going around the industry from not exactly credible people, but it is being talked at length from so many people that we just wanted to share it with you. Um, so let's kick it off with probably my biggest hope for E3 this year. And it is Splinter Cell. So we have been talking about Splinter Cell dating back from a couple E3s ago. We've talked about it at uh, maybe a state of play. We talked about it at one of the Xbox uh, directs that are going on, different things like that. But what happened in this leak slash uh, rumor is that there were some Splinter Cell collectibles that were listed and then delisted at GameStop with a release date of November 1st. So this doesn't really mean anything right now, but does this actually mean that we're going to get Splinter Cell in 2019 after not hearing a thing about them outside of a tweet? But your thoughts here, guys. November 1st is a Friday. I just looked it up. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think um, we've been talking about this. We even had it on our trivia last week. Is uh, I think I truly think this is the year where we see Splinter Cell return. Um, and so this, um, if you weren't aware, GameStop two days ago sent an email out to all their pro members and whatnot saying, you know, first look at collectibles from E3. And on that are some Borderlands 3 figures, Gears 5 Lancer, you know, these things for upcoming games. And then just today they listed three different uh, Splinter Cell products and then quickly took them back down. So um, I think all the signs are there that we're going to see this. Um, I can't wait to see it. I hope we see it at both the Microsoft conference and the Ubisoft conference like we kind of think we're going to. Um, I don't know. Exciting. Exciting it may actually be happening after all this time. Yes, hopefully my negative energy about this actually coming out will make it come out <laughs> because I really, really want it to come out. I'm just, you've been burned, what, 10 years in a row it seems like? <laughs> it's been a while. So, gosh, it's been forever. So... I mean, I don't know what this means. It could just be like, hey, here's some goggles. 
I don't know why we released in November 1st. We're bringing back Splinter Cell yeah. and only in no. toys. Yeah, but only toys. Yeah, that's what they're going to do. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, gosh, what a day to release to. I mean, gee, man, at Christmas, this is going to be nuts. This whole fall thing and early winter. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have no time to play any games. That's the last thing I was going to say is, all right, we're, we're done. Like, stop. Yeah. The falls, falls taken. Everyone move to 2020 now. We've only gotten a smidgen of the info that have actually started <laughs> leaking already. So, yeah, there could be a ton still coming out. Who knows? Maybe they'll have it, you know, ready to play at E3. Like, oh, God, I hope so. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That would blow me away if that happened. Jesus. <laughs> this will Honestly, it's already shaping up like this will be the year. Remember we had that which was better, 2017 or 2007 debate? Yep. Honestly, mm -hmm. if, if all these things come and there's more coming on top of this, 2019 may take the all-time title. It'd be nice yep. if that happened every so, <laughs> Yeah, so for people that don't know, I'm a massive Splinter Cell fan. I've played every single one of them numerous times. I was always a bigger... On the bandwagon now. Don't <laughs> <laughs> no. I will pull the damn copies out of these games, <laughs> damn it. Um, and I've always been a bigger Sam Fisher fan versus uh, Metal Gear in general, um, whether you know, it be Raiden or anybody else. I've just always preferred the series. I don't know if that's the Xbox and me talking or what, but um, I'm very excited about this. I've been wanting it. I don't know why they stopped. They've tried to reboot it a couple times, go different directions, and you know they just didn't take as much as people were hoping. But super excited for it. I hope it's real. I'm going to rely on Dan's negativity to turn it into a positive. So uh, we'll see. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. I was trying to look up when the last one released. It was 2013 Blacklist. Yeah, Blacklist, which was yeah, great. Six games ago. Six, six games ago. Six, six years games. ago. Sorry. <laughs> wow, six Man, games ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, next leak slash rumor is Darksider. So if you, there's been uh, three Darksider games. Um, this next one is being leaked from an E3 Coliseum listing that was supposed to be having THQ talking about Darksiders um, at 10.30 on Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. I don't have it up in front of me. Um, but they were going to be talking about Darksiders, and the big leak about this is that they were going to be going in a new direction. Um, as we know that there's four horsemen in the whole story. They've had done games on three of them. We haven't really heard what they were going to do with that fourth horseman or if they're going to get back together with the fourth or anything yet. But at the current time, this is definitely a leak with no confirmation from THQ Nordic at all. So we're treating it as a leak slash rumor. We've seen leaks like this happen in the past with a fake listing of a E3 Coliseum time. So we don't want to turn this into an actual story until we get more details. But any thoughts on here with you guys? I'm not sure if you guys are big Darksider fans or not. I never really have. I played a little bit of the first one. I played a little bit of the second one. I haven't touched the third one yet. Actually, one of the few games I don't own. Um, but I'd like to see what direction they're taking it because even the little bit I did play was actually kind of enjoyable. I mean, it was kind of just a hack and slash kind of God of War, old God of War kind of you know hacky game. I guess I don't even know <laughs> if that's the word. Um, but it was fun, you know, and you know, not a whole lot to it. You know, but then again, I played them late, so I, I couldn't really comment too much on them. Yeah, Bert, I know you're you're probably the one who could speak best because I'm the same way. I played uh, each of them just a little bit. Um, I was actually in the, the testing for three, but I never played the final release. I have heard from some big Darksiders fans. Uh, I was talking to earlier this week. They weren't really the biggest fans of three, um, and three, as we know, didn't sell as well as they had hoped either when it returned. So. Um, doesn't really surprise me we're going to hear about a new direction. To your point, are they going to continue with the Four Horsemen or just do something completely different? I don't know, but um, I think it's an IP that has potential. So, 
see what they have. Yep. So um, from history for me, I played Darksiders 1 and Darksiders 2 when they were on the 360 PlayStation 3 generation. Really enjoyed them quite a bit. Um, they're a little closer to the Zelda series from a uh, gameplay perspective where you can pick up this piece and now you can use this weapon to move further in. Um, and it's got the God of War gameplay. So if you were to mix those two, uh, I guess, franchises into one and turn it into this Four Horsemen type thing, that's what it actually is. Really enjoyed them quite a bit. Um, from what I heard from Darksiders 3 is that they changed the formula a bit and made it pretty difficult. There's some bosses that people were comparing to the Souls type games that were very difficult and that it's not as a casual game as the first two were. And then some of the review scores were not the highest, so it didn't sell that well. And then they had that crazy collector's edition that I think was like $400 for a couple statues. So mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Uh, we'll see what this means. I need to actually play three, which is weird for me because I've played the other two twice because I played the remasters as well. So um, we'll see what happens. I'm excited to hear more. I just want to know where the story's going, and I will probably pick up three anyways in the near future. So once again, at the moment, rumor slash leak, nothing confirmed. Moving over to the next one, which is a massive um, leak slash story. Uh, this has probably been the worst kept rumor for a very long time in the Microsoft front. But there was, uh, I believe it was a video, if I'm not mistaken, of the new Fable game coming out. The video was put up and then taken down right away. The big rumor for this as well has been that we're going to see Fable on the Xbox stage this E3. I think it's pretty good to think that this is really going to be happening. It's about time that they bring that series back. Like I said, worst kept rumor ever. Um, but what do you guys think? Yeah, so it's uh, Microsoft basically confirmed this themselves through their actions today because what happened was this video got put up it was immediate i mean really quickly taken down by microsoft and people started putting up mirrors of it and they were attacking those too i mean anyone that was putting this up it was brought down near instantly um the the details from what we heard today are um it's open world um you customize your hero and it's very in-depth customization it takes place in the far future. It's not a direct sequel, but it takes place in the far future. Albion uh, is not in the game. They're like long destroyed. Um, and what else was there? There was something else. Uh, there's a couple other small details, but anyway, um, as you said, this is uh, everyone's kind of been expecting this. Um, I'm really excited to see it in action, and I think it's obviously going to be one of the big. Uh, returning ips or big new things we'll see at the microsoft or xbox conference so i'm pretty pumped fable fable holds a special place to me because it um it was a very unique western rpg at the time it did things that were very different from um uh, japanese role-playing games uh, and it had this uk british sense of humor and charm that you don't see in a lot of role-playing games like that which made it just fun really fun to play and, and you would laugh a lot while playing it so with playground games likely behind this, as we think, right? Um, keeping all of that charm and humor in there, I think they could have a big hit on their hands. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty pumped for this one too. If it's gonna happen, which it it's due, we're due for a new fable. I would like something very similar to the first one. You know, the customization stuff is fine, but don't make it over complicated. You know, because <laughs> that was the beauty of Halo. It was it was simple. In, but also, you know, Halo. Did I say Halo? You did. You said Halo. Yep. It, yeah. Ignore that. Fable. <laughs> Fable. <laughs> you confused the hell out of me for a second. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought I said Fable. The first Fable. <laughs> um, 
it, it was very simple, but it was also, you know, just enough to keep you going. Good story, you know, it was it was a very nice aesthetic, mm-hmm. you know, for, for that time. Um, I really, really enjoyed my time with it. I'd like them to keep it in that vein, you know, new story, obviously, and, you know, I don't want, like, a remaster reboot or whatever. I just want something new and fresh, but also to, to capture that core fable um, gameplay yeah. and those mechanics, because those were really, really good at the time. Cool. Well, I mean, uh, the other thing is, you know, Peter Molyneux is no longer at the helm, so um, I wonder if that means that we're going to get we're going to get some actual truth to the game that's actually coming out, and that's going to be full of lies and everything. Oh, we're not going to, yeah. So we'll see what happens here, and I I'm very interested to see what Playground does with this if if they are truly the developer in this game. Um, and what it's going to look like, their art style, is it going to be something that's going to be brought over and just modernized in today's graphics or something? So I'm very excited to see if this is coming. Oh, so. that's the other thing they said is it's uh, Unreal Engine 4 uh, for the game, uh, which is obviously a very flexible engine. Most recently, Days Gone used Unreal 4. Um, the other thing to think about here with Playground, as you mentioned, is just the talent. That is a hugely talented studio. And we know that there's no Forza coming this year. So Forza 8 or whatever, the next motorsport entry will probably launch next year with the new Xbox and Halo and whatnot, which means likely if Horizon continues, which it should, right? It's an excellent series. That's two years, two and a half years from now, which means not only do you have the existing playground uh, people probably working on Fable, but they've also hired 177 new people, which is basically an entire studio by itself. Um, so if they have 300 plus people working on this, this is a big, big production um, for Microsoft. So this this could be one of those where an IP returns and it's finally done right. Yep. So we'll see what happens there. Once again, um, that is a rumor based on a video that was put up and then taken down. Um, but as I said, worst kept rumor around. They have to be working on some Fable. Are we going to see it at this E3 on the stage? I think all signs point to yes. So I just we'll realized we may there. get some Fable swag. I'm Ooh. excited. Ooh. Maybe a maybe a Molyneux like uh like, just like a pin. Yep. A <laughs> just a pin of his face. Yeah. Where his <laughs> just, eyes are X's or something? Like <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, switching gears here a little bit to Nintendo. So we every year that there's an E three, there's always some talk of the Switch hardware that's gonna be edited or some kind of a pro. Last year there was a talk that it was just gonna be the Switch sold without the dock. That actually didn't end up happening here in North America. That has been sold in some other areas around the world, but not an official SKU that is coming here. But this year, the big rumors, the big talks from numerous people, not anybody that we can literally point to and say, this is a leak or this is a rumor, but it's that we're gonna be getting a Nintendo Switch Pro, upgraded hardware of some form. Stuff that has been mentioned as a nicer screen, hopefully better uh, better battery life, uh, potentially stronger hardware in general when it comes to processor and stuff. But once again, nothing has been mentioned at all from Nintendo. This is just a rumor going on here. I mean, gosh, man. It Bring matter. it on. Bring it on. It's <laughs> I'm going to buy it because I'm an idiot. <laughs> I mean, damn it, Nintendo. <laughs> just stop putting stuff out that I need to buy I, mean, I probably don't need it but i'm gonna have to have it because you know, i can only play my switch for five minutes and then it dies so i mean this should have been one of those things that should have been out when it came out you know it, this is how it should probably should have released if it's actually true um i want a, a 1080p screen wouldn't be too much to ask mm-hmm. a decent battery that lasts more than mm-hmm. a few hours um 
everything else is fine. I mean, this is how it's, you know, just, it works fine when I play it, I guess, you know, dock, you know, for the most part. I don't know, man. They just keep throwing stuff. It's going to stick. It's going to sell 8,000 <laughs> different units in the first two seconds. So, yeah, whatever. Nintendo. Yeah, they're just, right now they're just they're on a roll. So, oh, uh, but we've talked we've talked about this at length. I, I, I want it. I, I haven't even turned on my Switch in months, and yet I would buy this on day one. Yep. Um, just because, yeah, I want a bigger, better screen. I want better battery life. Um, I want it to be able to run games in at least 720p for God's sakes. Um, I think I was telling you, Bert, the other day when we're getting ready for uh, E3, I was going to buy Resident Evil 4 to play on the flight. It doesn't even, it doesn't even run at 600p undocked. And it can't keep a stable frame rate. I'm like, perfect. Well, yeah, well, uh, this is 2019. We're talking about yeah. 600p and broken frame rates. I mean, yeah, come on. And part of yeah, part Resident of that Evil was the 4. Rate, but I mean, still. Yeah, Resident Evil 4 was a PlayStation 2 game uh, slash GameCube, if I'm not mistaken. Perfect. So, yeah, that's. Jeez, if you're having a hard time running that in 720. Oh, anyways, I'm not going to... Yeah, we will probably catch flack if yeah, I keep I, going. I would like this. I'd like it. Uh, there was a cool Reddit post, a Reddit user that kind of mocked up what it could look like, and it basically looked yep. like a big new Vita. And I was like, perfect. Yep, fine. Yeah, give yep. me a big new Vita. In fact, can we just yep. have a big new Vita instead? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. I wouldn't mind taking some of those games on the go. Yeah, some of the true, true next-gen stuff. But that's also been another rumor that's been just joked around for numerous years, and Sony has, I think, literally come out and said, we're not making another video. Uh, vi- vi- uh, Vita, quit asking for it. Yeah, so, um, yeah, those video, you don't want none of that. Okay, so our last leak slash rumor, um, and this does appear to be confirmed from Jason Schreier, so if you... Uh, you know, follow him at all. The latest thing is Watch Dogs Legion. So we did talk about this one being a rumored game. This is going to be Watch Dogs 3, um, if you're if you are following where they are in their games. Um, the rumors appear to be true so far. So the, the rumor that was mentioned is that it was going to be in London. Um, it was going to be, I think, slightly in the future, but not too far. Um, and it was going to have a lot to do with, um, I guess, the systems that have taken place in Watch Dogs 2 and kind of evolved to where they are today. I haven't played Watch Dogs 2 all the way through, so I can't talk too much on that. But a lot of people are actually excited and we're looking for a third uh, Watch Dogs. So this this is new, um, but it does appear to be a leak, and we're going to hear more about it, I guess. Yeah, I'm actually really excited about this. and. In fact, we leaked this uh, a few weeks ago, right? All the information that came out about it. And, and from what we're hearing here, uh, all that seemed to be true. Um, everything lines up. And so the problem is the rest of that leak was that this is coming in November too. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know where I'm going to find the time. Um, but I'm, I'm big on Watch Dogs. I like the concept of the game. I like the aspects of it. Um, for me, it's a game... I'll put a lot of time into as long as the characters are done a little better. The fact that it takes place in London, knowing how Ubisoft recreated Chicago and San Francisco with one and two, London's my favorite city in the world, so that's awesome. Um, yeah, I'm 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 gonna be really excited for this one. I, I really hope uh, we get to see a lot of this at uh, at E3. I'm sure we will. This is probably gonna be one of the big titles that Ubisoft covers. So yeah, I mean I'm I'm down. So that's I mean I, I played a little bit of the second one, and I just was overwhelmed immediately. That's another, you know, I'm, why couldn't they just fire me 
you know, in November. <laughs> this would have been... <laughs> Jeez. You know, and we would have this issue. For God's sake. Could have been so much better. Yeah, that would have been so much better. <laughs> and I would have had all kinds of time. And I've been, like, laughing at you guys. There is no way, no way we're all going to have time to play all this no. stuff. It's just going to be This insane. is the problem for me with Death Stranding, is you're bringing right. out Modern Warfare and uh, Watch Dogs and these other huge games that I love. Just Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. Potentially Splinter Cell. The Splinter Cell would I mean, definitely take it. Would jump up there. Yeah. Gears. I've got yeah. Gears in Borderlands. Yeah, I can't even talk about it anymore. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. And more to come, I'm yeah. sure. Who's and more. complaining about games? Yep. Yeah. Gee, man. That's why the stupidest comment ever is that system has no games. There's yeah. not a system out that has no games. There's more games than anyone can play. Forget about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, guys, so that that does wrap up our rumor and leak section of our bidcast today. Um, I wanted to do something just really quick with you guys, and it is to give a quick 30 seconds on the state of each big console. We know that Sony is not attending E3, but they are going to be talking a lot about their games in the next past week, probably the week of E3 and the week after E3, and then I'm sure we'll see an official state of play in June at some form and some date. So what I wanted to do really quick is do 30 seconds on Sony, Nintendo, and Microsoft, and what do they need to do at the end of this generation, and I guess for Nintendo this is still mid-generation, but in order to get something from you um, in these next couple weeks of E3. So Dan, I'll start out with you. So I know I just mentioned Sony is not going to be at E3, but what, what is going to excite you from Sony in the next couple weeks that's just going to have you just going nuts? Is there anything that's going to be doing that? Um, hopefully uh, The Last of Us 2, a little bit more info about that. Um, new hardware would be nice to see. Um, everything, you know, I, a lot of people were pointing at Death Stranding and The Last of Us 2 going to the next gen and being launch titles. I mean, a lot of this stuff is coming out a lot sooner, you know, so um, I think that, you know, Late 2020 for the hardware is probably something that we're probably going to see. Um, any more exclusive games, I don't think they'll announce anything um, like that. It wouldn't surprise me, though, because Sony does Sony the way they do it. Um, I mean, and I mean, so they, I just saw a rumor today that Cyberpunk might release this year. That's insane. Insane. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, we're, we're going to have zero time. Sony will have good games, as always. They're going to have some new hardware that's going to, you know, be great I'm sure so I don't know man uh, they'll do something yep. and they'll, they'll just keep you know timing it perfectly so cool a- a- Ains how about you and what's what does Sony have to do to get your attention these next couple weeks oh, they already have my attention um, <laughs> well there to- I, I think Sony's in cruise control um, in the sense that yep. they, they've been dominant they have three major tentpole games that they already have fans ultra excited for. They don't even have to do anything. Um, Death Stranding will carry them now through the fall as their big tentpole game. They'll launch uh, Last of Us 2 and early in the year, and then you've got Ghost to carry them right into next generation, end of next year. And in between that, you've got PSVR is doing well, some good releases there. And, um, you know, they'll just ride that momentum. They, we found out they still have the marketing rights to Call of Duty, which Bert and I were wrong about. Dan's got a point there. Um, so things like that, you know, um, I, I think that they're just at the place now where they, they've secured their lead of this generation. They, they've won it, for lack of a better word, right? They're very profitable. Uh, they're investing heavily into next gen. We know they have the hardware coming. They're waiting to see what Microsoft is going to do, the C3, and they'll start to invest in infrastructure more forward. Um, there's, there's not a lot that they're 
to expect. I don't think my point is don't expect a lot of surprises in the next twelve to eighteen months. I don't think you're gonna see it. Okay, cool. All right, next one here is Nintendo and Dan and Ains. I'm gonna challenge you guys to stick to thirty seconds. So, Dan, what are your thoughts about Nintendo? What does Nintendo need to do? I guess next, what is it, Monday or Monday or Tuesday that they're gonna be talking more about their uh, games coming. Tuesday morning, yep. Tuesday morning, okay, so I would like to see the new hardware if they have that and they're working on it. I want a Metroid Prime something. Um, more Mario, no, I don't know. It doesn't matter because I'm gonna Lu- buy it. Nintendo <laughs> Lu- Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, they, they, yep. they've been on cruise control since like the 80s. <laughs> so they just do Nintendo and they keep doing it well, so. Yep, Ains, what do you think? Uh, Switch Pro running on Xbox Live. Can we do that? Sure. <laughs> and that's all you need. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you need a better network with some actual friends functionality would be nice. Um, that's not going to happen. So next up would be the Switch Pro. Uh, if the hardware thing's true, that's the thing I'd want most. Uh, very excited about Luigi's Mansion 3. And um, interested to see if they have any other IPs coming beyond what we know um, in Animal Crossing, Pokemon, and uh, Link's Awakening. Now, I know those are huge games. They're going to sell millions and millions of copies, but none of the three of them really interest me too much. Um, so I'm hoping for Metroid, you know, Trilogy Remake or Metroid Prime 4 or something new. Gotcha. Okay, big stuff there. And then lastly is Microsoft. So they're going to have a massive presence at E3. Now keep in mind they are doing their whole event outside of the E3 Coliseum. So they have their own event. It's going to be bigger than I think it ever has been. Um, This is their year to shine when it comes between Sony and Microsoft, the big juggernauts of the industry as far as hardware goes. Um, But we're expecting some big stuff from them this year because they kind of have to steal it this year in order to kind of end this generation with some success and kind of tell them themselves into the next generation. So, Dan, how about you here? We've talked about what we're expecting from a two-hour conference from them. What is the two, three, four things that you're expecting Microsoft to give you an eggplant emoji? Well, you know, it's... it's, uh, So, it's really their conference to quote-unquote lose, right? So, it's they, they have all the power. I mean, it's them and pretty much nobody else. I really don't count Nintendo because they just, you know, Nintendo. And so (laughs) it's it's, the spotlight is on them. You know, they have the opportunity to really show where they're going. But I feel like I say that every single year. So, I mean, that's, and that's unfortunately (laughs) like a broken record, you know, and it's always, oh, we'll see more next year. This is it. Just do it. You have no real competition nobody's gonna really taking that spotlight off of you you have third parties probably knocking down your door to get some stage time so do it just do it and show us what you have <laughs> and stop messing around all right bring it to me bring it <laughs> got it hey it's about yourself i know you have a whole massive article on our side about the state of xbox but as far as excitement goes from you what's going to give you two eggplant emojis um, Banjo. Yeah, so bringing back some of the classic IPs we talked about, it'd be awesome to see Banjo or Perfect Dark or Fable. You know, they've got a lot of IPs in their 
something. And Rep yeah, repertoire. Repertoire. Their trunk. Their backpack. Their stable. <laughs> their stable. Whatever you want to. <laughs> They've got a lot of really good IPs. Uh, let's start capitalizing on some of those. Um, let's see and hear from the new studios. Now I know they're new. They're working. We're gonna see things like Wasteland Three from In Exile, which is great. Love seeing that stuff. But let's just hear. Let's hear an update on what the studios are doing, how they're building, um, what you know, some of the things they're working on. Maybe some sneak peeks. Gears 5 is going to be a huge focus. It's a massive game for me. What I want to see out of Gears 5 is the evolution for that franchise. I want to see Gears 5 turn in to something like a high-level um, Sony first-party game, right? It may not be God of War or Last of Us quality. I wish it would be. Um, but I want to see it take that next step. Gears 4 was a fantastic game, but it was a, it was a step, right? It was the Coalition's first title. Gears 5, I expect to blow the doors off, and uh, I'll be disappointed if it doesn't. Um, I just want to, and then I want to see, obviously we're going to hear about xCloud, and we're going to hear about new hardware. I want confirmation that the new hardware is everything uh, we've talked about. Um, it's going to really be fully next-gen and blow us away. And xCloud, I really want to see them launch this year, at least in test, for insiders as rumored. That was already discussed. I want to see it come to fruition and I want to see that work successfully. So they, they're in that laying the foundation to your point. This year is for them to really come out and say, we've got a bunch of stuff in the works. It's all very impressive. Here's stuff you can play now. Here's how we're moving into next gen and we're going to be different this time around. And I think they will do that, but to your point, they could still fuck it up somehow. No, so, sure could. Um, you know, we'll see. All right. Thanks for sharing that, guys. That's we Like I said, we did want to go through just the state of each console, developer, whatever you want to call Sony, Nintendo, and Microsoft. Um, big E3 expected this year for everybody that claims that E3 is no longer relevant. Not sure what you're smoking, but give me some of that. Um, it's There's a lot of excitement coming from here. A lot of uh, stuff for fans, a lot of stuff for developers to share stuff for us. Whether you're attending or watching from afar, we're looking forward to do a lot with you. Um, and we wanted to share a little bit with you about what we're going to be doing for coverage. Ains and I are going to be there. Dan's going to be there in spirit with us. But yes. we're going to be actually attending... And that's right. That's right. We're just going to carry this big, you know, cut out of Dan everywhere I, I, we go. I told these guys, I said, yeah. people who can't go, make big heads of yourselves, and I would carry them around E3 to the fan <laughs> so and to Xbox, and I would just hold them up. Yep. I feel like I could so, charge um, five bucks. They were trying to charge me 50. That's crazy. <laughs> We're hoping all three of us will be there next year, but um, we'll see what happens. Still far away. Maybe there won't be any three next year. I'm just kidding. No, it's there's gonna be one there. But um, so here's where we're gonna be, guys. And if you're gonna be at E3, we'd love to meet you. We'd love to talk, take pictures, share stories. You know, uh, arm wrestle. I don't know. Whatever you want to do, it'd be great to see everybody. Oh, I see um, arm and wrestle. Yeah. You, you put sure. that out there now. You yep. have not seen these guns. So these things are out of control. But um, so here. Here, here is where geez, <laughs> this is <laughs> this is where season gaming will be at e3 guys so we get there on friday we will be attending ea play on saturday so we will be there a good portion of the day try to soak in as much as we can from ea last year we had a blast there um and if you're going to be there hit us up on social media whatever in the comments whatever you're listening we'd love to see you there and talk games like i said before Following that is the big Xbox day. We will be there for FanFest and the conference itself. So once again, if you got into FanFest, love to meet you, love to talk to you, love to say hello. 
Um, but keep in mind, FanFest is a two-day thing, so we will be there for Sunday and the events that are happening on Monday. Uh, we will both be attending those, so we will um, both be there in person. Um, following on Sunday in the evening, I think it's at 5.30 California time, if I'm not mistaken, we will be at Bethesda. So we got into the Bethesda conference. If you see us on TV, hey, leave a comment somewhere. We'll be there making as much noise as we can. Um, and we'll be doing this. Ains will probably put me on his shoulders, you know, we'll definitely make, make an appearance somewhere. It'll, it'll be great. Um, so we will be there. So... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Teraflops! Sunday is going to be a crazy day. Um, so much stuff going on Sunday. Uh, going on Monday is when Ubisoft will be having their uh, conference. We are having our fingers crossed that we've put our application in there. Um, if we can't get in there, we will try to catch up with what they're going to be showing on, um, on TV or streaming live. And then we will have our response to that, maybe even doing it live as it's going on. After that, um, on Tuesday through Thursday, is the actual E3 conference. We will be going there for all three days and jumping around as many booths and meeting as many people, uh, playing as many games as we can. And like we did last year, we're going to try to catch as much on-screen gameplay, upload that to YouTube as fast as we can. Um, we are scheduled to have a bidcast while we're there as well. And so far, we've tentatively planned that for Tuesday night after the first day of E3 to give our impressions. Dan will call in that day, I guess you could say, um, and we will have kind of uh, the way we're doing it now, but instead of Dan sitting next to Ains, I will be sitting next to Ains at a desk and we'll be kind of t talking to you from E3. You could expect a lot of YouTube live videos from us as we're there. Last year we learned that making big editing things is not really the best thing because it takes forever and we're usually up till 3 a.m. half asleep doing that. So, um, but that's our plan at E3, folks. It's going to be literally going from the Saturday of this week up until Thursday the following week and we will be doing as much as we can, attending as much as we can. If you have any request of a game that you'd like to play, any question you might want to ask a dev and you want us to ask on your behalf, please leave it in the comments. Please leave it somewhere, whether it be YouTube, our site, our Twitters, whatever it is, let us know. We'd love to share that stuff with you. Yeah, we have a, um, um, to that point, we have a dedicated E3 page on the site. Um, it's in the header, and it's just uh, seasongaming.com forward slash E3. And uh, comments are open there as well. So I'll be tracking those as we go through. So if you leave a comment there, we'll definitely see it. And you can also go to that page for any of the stuff Bert's referring to in terms of, you know, if we throw a live YouTube video up there or put up some um, some quick coverage or off-screen gameplay of some games, we'll just keep loading it on there like a live blog. So just tune in there once in a while and you'll uh, catch some new stuff. Yep. And that does wrap up our bitcast for this week, folks. Like I said, this is a lot different of a format than we usually have our bitcast. So if you were expecting to name that game or something else from what we're playing, we're going to be saving that until probably the week after E3, depending on where we are on energy levels from the week of E3. For people that don't know, that have never been to E3 or have covered it from a journalistic perspective, it is exhausting. And you only get around three to four hours of sleep every night trying to get from place to place. And by, God, even the second day, me and Ains were zombies. We didn't even know where we were our first year going. So bear with us, folks. We'd love to do as much as we can for you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And we're most excited about E3, just as you guys are. So have a good week. Talk to you guys this weekend. Peace.